This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Are you longing to go on a journey to discover your identity and purpose? Stay tuned to hear more about how Natasha Sistrunk Robinson's book, A Sojourner's Truth, can help you do just that. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 14 through chapter 32. The Commissioning of Joshua. Then the Lord said to Moses, The day of your death is near. Summon Joshua and present yourselves in the tent of meeting, so that I can commission him. So Moses and Joshua presented themselves in the tent of meeting. The Lord appeared in the tent in a pillar of cloud that stood above the door of the tent. Then the Lord said to Moses, You are about to die, and then these people will begin to prostitute themselves with the foreign gods of the land into which they are going. They will reject me and break my covenant that I have made with them. At that time, my anger will erupt against them. And I will abandon them and hide my face from them until they are devoured. Many disasters and distresses will overcome them, so that they will say at that time, Have not these disasters overcome us because our God is not among us? But I will certainly hide myself at that time because of all the wickedness they will have done by turning to other gods. Now write down for yourselves the following song, and teach it to the Israelites. Put it into their very mouths, so that this song may serve as my witness against the Israelites. For after I have brought them to the land, I promise to their ancestors, one flowing with milk and honey, and they eat their fill and become fat. Then they will turn to other gods and worship them. They will reject me and break my covenant. Then when many disasters and distresses overcome them, This song will testify against them, for their descendants will not forget it. I know the intentions they have in mind today, even before I bring them to the land I have promised. So on that day, Moses wrote down this song and taught it to the Israelites. And the Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, 
be strong and courageous, for you will take the Israelites to the land I have promised them, and I will be with you. Anticipation of Disobedience When Moses finished writing on a scroll the words of this law in their entirety, he commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, Take the scroll of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. It will remain there as a witness against you. For I know about your rebellion and stubbornness. Indeed, even while I have been living among you to this very day, you have rebelled against the Lord. You will be even more rebellious after my death. Gather to me all your tribal elders and officials so I can speak to them directly about these things and call the heavens and the earth to witness against them. For I know that after I die, you will totally corrupt yourselves and turn away from the path I have commanded you to walk. Disaster will confront you in future days because you will act wickedly before the Lord, inciting him to anger because of your actions. Then Moses recited the words of this song from start to finish in the hearing of the whole assembly of Israel. Chapter 32 Invocation of Witnesses Listen, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My teachings will drop like the rain. My sayings will drip like the dew, as rain drops upon the grass and showers upon new growth. For I will proclaim the name of the Lord. You must acknowledge the greatness of our God. As for the rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are just. He is a reliable God who is never unjust. He is fair and upright. His people have been unfaithful to him. They have not acted like his children. This is their sin. They are a perverse and deceitful generation. Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish, unwise people? Is he not your father, your creator? He has made you and established you. Remember the ancient days. Bear in mind the years of past generations. Ask your father and he will inform you, your elders, and they will tell you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided up humankind, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the heavenly assembly. For the Lord's allotment is his people. Jacob is his special possession. The Lord found him in a desolate land, in an empty wasteland where animals howl. He continually guarded him and taught him. He continually protected him like the pupil of his eye. Like an eagle that stares up its nest, that hovers over its young, so the Lord spread out his wings and took him. He lifted him up on his pinions. The Lord alone was guiding him. No foreign god was with him. He enabled him to travel over the high terrain of the land, and he ate of the produce of the fields. He provided honey for him from the cliffs, and olive oil from the hardest of rocks, butter from the herd, and milk from the flock, along with the fat of lambs, rams and goats of Bashan, along with the best of the kernels of wheat, and from the juice of grapes you drink wine. Israel's Rebellion but Jeshurun became fat and kicked. You got fat, thick, and stuffed. Then he deserted the God who made him and treated the rock who saved him with contempt. 
They made him jealous with other gods. They enraged him with abhorrent idols. They sacrificed to demons, not God. To gods they had not known, to new gods who had recently come along. Gods your ancestors had not known about. You forgot the rock who fathered you and put out of mind the God who gave you birth. A word of judgment. But the Lord took note and despised them because his sons and daughters enraged him. He said, I will reject them. I will see what will happen to them, for they are a perverse generation, children who show no loyalty. They have made me jealous with false gods, enraging me with their worthless gods. So I will make them jealous with a people they do not recognize. With a nation slow to learn, I will enrage them. For a fire has been kindled by my anger, and it burns to lowest Sheol. It consumes the earth and its produce, and ignites the foundations of the mountains. I will increase their disasters. I will use up my arrows on them. They will be starved by famine, eaten by plague, and bitterly stung. I will send the teeth of wild animals against them, along with the poison of creatures that crawl in the dust. The sword will make people childless outside, and terror will do so inside. They will destroy both the young man and the virgin, the infant and the gray-haired man, the weakness of other gods. I said, I want to cut them in pieces. I want to make people forget they ever existed. But I fear the reaction of their enemies, for their adversaries would misunderstand and say, Our power is great, and the Lord has not done all this. They are a nation devoid of wisdom, and there is no understanding among them. I wish they were wise and could understand this, and that they could comprehend what will happen to them. How can one man chase a thousand of them, and two pursue ten thousand, unless their rock had delivered them up, and the Lord had handed them over? For our enemies' rock is not like our rock, as even our enemies concede. For their vine is from the stock of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes contain venom. Their clusters of grapes are bitter. Their wine is snake's poison, the deadly venom of cobras. Is this not stored up with me, says the Lord? Is it not sealed up in my storehouses? I will get revenge and pay them back at the time their foot slips. For the day of their disaster is near and the impending judgment is rushing upon them. The Lord will judge his people and will change his plans concerning his servants. When he sees that their power has disappeared and that no one is left, whether confined or set free, he will say, where are their gods? The rock in whom they sought security, who ate the best of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings. Let them rise and help you. Let them be your refuge. The Vindication of the Lord. See now that I, indeed I, am he, says the Lord, and there is no other God besides me. I kill and give life, I smash and I heal, and none can resist my power. For I raise up my hand to heaven and say, as surely as I live forever, I will sharpen my lightning like a sword, and my hand will grasp hold of the weapon of judgment. I will execute vengeance on my foes and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood, and my sword will devour flesh, the blood of the slaughtered and captured, the chief of the enemy's leaders. 
Cry out, O nations, with his people, for he will avenge his servants' blood. He will take vengeance against his enemies and make atonement for his land and people. Narrative interlude. Then Moses went with Joshua, son of Nun, and recited all the words of this song to the people. When Moses finished reciting all these words to all Israel, he said to them, Keep in mind all the words I'm solemnly proclaiming to you today. You must command your children to observe carefully all the words of this law. For this is no idle word for you. It is your life. By this word, you will live a long time in the land you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. Instructions about Moses' death. Then the Lord said to Moses that same day, Go up to this Abiram Hill country, to Mount Nebo, which is the land of Moab opposite Jericho. And look at the land of Canaan that I am giving to the Israelites as a possession. You will die on the mountain that you ascend and join your deceased ancestors, just as Aaron your brother died on Mount Hor, and joined his deceased ancestors. For both of you rebelled against me among the Israelites at the waters of Mirabah Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, when you did not show me proper respect among the Israelites. You will see the land before you, but you will not enter the land that I am giving to the Israelites. New Testament reading. Matthew chapter 15 verse 32 through Matthew chapter 16 verse 4. The feeding of the 4,000. Then Jesus called his disciples and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have already been here with me three days and they have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry since they may faint on the way. The disciples said to him, Where can we get enough bread in this desolate place to satisfy so great a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They replied, Seven, and a few small fish. After instructing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, and after giving thanks, he broke them and began giving them to the disciples, who then gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. Not counting children and women, there were 4,000 men who ate. After sending away the crowd, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. The Demand for a Sign Now when the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He said, When evening comes, you say, It will be fair weather because the sky is red, and in the morning it will be stormy today, because the sky is red and darkening. You know how to judge correctly the appearance of the sky, but you cannot evaluate the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. Mark chapter 8 verses 11 through 21 the demand for a sign. Then the Pharisees came and began to argue with Jesus, asking for a sign from heaven to test him. Sighing deeply in his spirit, he said, Why does this generation look for a sign? I tell you the truth, no sign will be given to this generation. Then he left them, got back into the boat, and went to the other side. The yeast of the Pharisees and Herod. 
Now they had forgotten to take bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. And Jesus ordered them, Watch out! Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. So they began to discuss with one another about having no bread. When he learned of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Have your hearts been hardened? Though you have eyes, don't you see? And though you have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? They replied, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? They replied, Seven. Then he said to them, Do you still not understand? This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, our provider, Lord, we thank you for your word and the way in which you communicate with us through your word by your spirit. We come before you today seeking to know you more and to understand your word more clearly. We pray, O God, by the power of the Spirit, that you would make the application to each of our lives, O God, and that you would create in us a a thirst for righteousness and and a love for the study of your word and to grow in understanding and application, O God, by the power of your Spirit. We thank you, O Lord, for your faithfulness to fulfill your promises and for the great compassion that you show towards your often wayward and unfaithful but covenant people. See, you have made a covenant to us, O God, a covenant that you uphold. And because you are faithful, we are indeed your children. We thank you, O God, that you don't turn your back on us. We thank you, O God, that you are patient with us. And we thank you, O Lord, that in due time, in due time, you reveal to us that which you would have us to know. O God, you are very patient with us. And yet I acknowledge right now there are times that we are confused, not only by the meaning of things in Scripture, but we are confused by life. We confuse ourselves at times. But God, we take confidence today that in due time, you will reveal all that your children need to know. And we thank you for this. We thank you that in the meantime, while uncertainty may be very real for us, while we're still trying to figure things out, We are grateful that in the meantime, that in the right now, that in this moment, you grant to us provision for today. Provision that is often more than enough, for you are not a God of scarcity, but a God of abundance. So would you grant us a perspective to see that? And would you sow into us steadfastness and long-suffering and patience as we await for you to reveal more and more of what you would have us to know? In the meantime, grant to us your presence and more of your spirit, Emmanuel, God with us. Be with us as we learn more and more. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen and amen. A Sojourner's Truth tells the journey of Natasha Sistrunk Robinson as she embraces her calling as a speaker, mentor, and thought leader. Intertwined with her story is the story of Moses, who was also a leader born into a marginalized group of people. Throughout this book, Natasha highlights character and leadership development, 
bridge building across ethnic, socioeconomic, and gender lines and how our allegiance to Christ matters in our daily living. Get your copy of A Sojourner's Truth today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so, 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 so.